Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Tuesdays, finally. Have we, did we do another Tuesdays in, in, in earlier in August, too, or has it been back in July since we last got together? Might, might have been the first week of August, Dave. But wow. It's been a while. It's been a while. Wow. I missed you. I missed you, Dave. Wow. Well, thank you. That's uh, wow. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I, I don't want to tear up on our first uh, <laughs> on our first podcast back. It's been. It's kind of a, kind of getting emotional here. But uh, <laughs> but you you uh, you obviously uh, you're obviously refreshed and uh, and more clear in mind since you got back from vacation. Yeah. No. It's uh. Yeah. I've read some good books and uh, yeah. Vacation always um, you know makes you you know, gives you some perspective. Uh, yeah. You know, on the uh, when you sit here each day and you're you're trying to figure it out in the very short term, and then you you know you come back after a period of time, and some things have changed, but a lot hasn't really changed. It does give you perspective to think a little bit longer term. Yeah, and 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 and, and maybe we'll do that today, Stu, because we uh, again we haven't been on for uh, for for a few weeks, and we're we're going to be uh, we're going to be much more regular through the fall because this may be a fairly consequential period uh, in markets. Uh, both uh, both equity and fixed income. There's there still remains a lot going on, a lot of uncertainty. But but why don't, why don't we step take a step back, like you say, just uh, take a deep breath and and take a look at where where you think we sit right now across a number of fronts. Uh, sort of sort of lay out the picture and sort of what you're thinking may play out over the over the next few months. Uh, and then, uh, and then next week we'll we'll dig into uh, to approaches that uh, that investors might want to look at. Does that sound okay? Yeah, sounds great. Uh, you know, as as you know, uh, you know, I got a I got a lot of sayings on my wall. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, one you know one favorite is my partner saying, but it's you know across the river while touching the stones. <laughs> and uh, you know, which means you know you're just kind of preparing yourself for a number of different directions. Um, you know, I think, I think from an overarching standpoint, you know, the, you know, kind of the things that, that, uh, are taking place that, that take place over time in many cycles. So you have inflation uh, peaking, it uh, peaked, it's coming down quite rapidly, actually, in response to significant interest rate tightening. Um, that last stage of inflation, you know, getting right down to two to 3%. You know, gets a you know brings into question how long interest rates, short interest rates, will stay around this level. I not really do they go much higher from here, but how long? The second the second thing is is you know this discussion over you know soft landing recession. Um, You know, it's it's a you know the market is kind of priced for the soft landing ish scenario. Um, and you know, that, that, that one's a little bit more difficult because when you load this much tightening in, uh, you know, you're going to get some implications and, and we start to see, you know, some of it, like some of the, you know, in Canadian consumer land, you know, there's been some retailers and things like this where, you know, there's been a a noticeable, you know, shift in tone on the demand side. Yeah. And, you know, the Canadian consumer sees it a bit faster because of the way, Mortgages reprice here versus the United States. They're still kind of bearing the the benefits of having locked in for some time. That's right. But you know the the tightening's in the in the system. So you know, so we kind of you know we you know we kind of move from you know the macro view, which is where uh, inflation's coming down, the economy is slowing. 
then you move into into the the bond market where you still have an inverted yield curve uh you know which is a note of caution over you know the future strength of the economy that yield curve is not quite as inverted as it used to be yes um you know during the next phase of the cycle ultimately in all likelihood that yield curve will go back to positively sloped um it can be during that period of time that the economy really you know does slow down and that's what yeah. kind of triggers that that movement the you know some people call it kind of the unicorn where the yield curve inverts or you know goes back to a positive slope in the reverse way right which was with longer term rates rising uh it doesn't happen as often but you know you need to be you know kind of open to that possibility uh but in all likelihood i think you know the you know the economy will likely you know continue to slow and you know, will it have enough juice to drive the earnings growth that the stock market is you know kind of taken into consideration because uh you know say we do you know call it you know $220 of earnings or something like that this year the current consensus for next year would call for you know probably 7 to 9% growth which would take a pretty reasonable economy uh to deliver it and then the multiple that we're ascribing to those earnings is also healthy around 18 and a half times um so you know there's there's a you know it's hard to make the argument for kind of going all in yeah, on yeah. on on risk at this juncture but you know markets are markets and um you know we you know the hardest thing to predict in the short term really is the multiple yeah um and we know that uh you know 18 you know doesn't necessarily disrupt uh, the longer term investor you know if you if you're going to invest for you know 10 years and you're paying you know, say a, a 20% premium to that 15 number you know that would cost you a couple hundred basis points a year uh you know manageable um yeah. but it still brings into this this uh, discussion around you know if we get a slowdown if we get a, a modest recession those earnings are harder to come by the multiple likely contracts you know so that's the kind of the delicate balance in the in the near term for the stock market and you know and you know so we're we're you know, we're as always like we you know like the key to being a good investor is to be open minded yes um yes. you know i would say you know from an odds based standpoint we've just kind of laid out uh you know some of the things that we're worried about but you have to be you have to be open minded and and uh and 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 that's that's what i mean by you know crossing the river touching the stones Yeah, I mean I as as I as I've been talking to Eric and I think we 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 touched on the last time we get together. It's been quite remarkable to see the the the, the way the the typical analyst has shifted over the last 2-3 months from you know virtual certainty of a recession, most people thinking that a recession was coming, uh to now seeing the odds very low from 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 a lot of people and 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 you've kind of seen the market staying that the stock market anyways over the last 6 months. uh as as it's rallied uh, it stalled a little bit now because uh, like you say we got a we, a lot of a lot of figuring out in terms of uh e- exactly where we land but it's i i i can't recall a period where you where you still have everything set up in terms of higher rates that are still building into the economy inverted yield curve um you know clear signs in so many areas that the consumer is 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 stretched uh and yet people pulling off a a recession prediction 
which is, I know. uh, <laughs> and well, and the, and the, you know, the funny thing is too, is I think the stock market, you know, so far this summer has, you know, peaked the day that one of the last big U S banks moved to a softer landing type scenario. So, you know, you get into sentiment as well at this juncture and, and, you know, the problem with this, you know, kind of soft landing uh, recession type call is that, you know, when you go back and look through history, uh, you know, quite often, you know, the, the movement from, uh, a good economy to a recession doesn't necessarily take place over many quarters. It happens like yes. one quarter to the next. Um, uh, you know, you can go back through history and you can say like, you know, one quarter of the economy was growing at 2% and the next quarter was minus one. You know, it, it, it tends to happen quite quickly. So, you know, that, that would, that's what makes this, uh, you know, a, a particularly challenging time. Yeah, and and so I I, I I do like the way you you, you position it, and 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 I and I guess this is what you would you would say to 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 advisors and investors. Uh, you, you said like this is just not we're still not at that moment where you're all in, where you're just pushing money into the middle of the table and saying like, hey, things are things are gonna be better. Uh, we're through all of these issues. We're moving to you know we've gotten through any economic slowdown we're gonna have. We can see the other side and earnings starting to rise, interest rates starting to fall and uh, and away we go. There's still, you know, we're still looking at an elevated PE multiple on the market, um, some uncertainty about where earnings are going to be. And so that's uh, that still breeds caution. And uh, and then I'll leave it to you to recommend maybe an approach that you would use to work through <laughs> um, yeah. a, a, an environment like this. Well, I, yeah, like it's it's a. Uh... Yeah, I think, you know, the way you framed it is, is, is quite good. Like, you know, I could be at risk of saying I'm wearing like a chicken suit because, um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not prepared to bet on it, uh, not totally yet prepared to bet against it. Right. So, you know, this, you know, that's that's why, you know, we're, you know, the, the, the instruments are, are at full attention in terms of kind of monitoring, you know, where we're going here. Uh, you know, there's enough evidence in the pipeline that there likely will be a slowdown. Um, but you know, there's also evidence that inflation is dropping, you know, reasonably quickly too. So, so there will be some form of, you know, valuation support while that takes place. And, um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think once we get through this, we're going to get a, you know, a really, a really nice setup. It just, it's just the question is, uh, you know, will it, will it, you know, will it present a really good opportunity or will it just be more mundane? Right. Like, um, uh, you know, so that's what we're that's what we're thinking about a lot. And to your earlier point, which uh, you know, it's been a month since uh, we talked about dollar cost averaging, which is about <laughs> as long as we go. But dollar uh, cost averaging, what what's that, Stu? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I it, it's like an, during uncertain times, it's hard to think of a better tool. Yeah, uh, in the toolbox. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, again, if, uh, if you started dollar cost averaging program, uh, well, I think it was 18 months ago that we really started to, to pound the table on, on that approach. You've, you've, you've done fairly well. And, uh, and again, continuing to dollar cost averaging protects you in the event that, you know, we've been a little bit over exuberant here in terms of, uh, of not having uh, a dramatic slowdown or recession. Uh, and and protects you if there is any downside in the interim. But uh, but but I think another important point I, I don't want to miss it uh, buried into everything else we're saying is that the setup coming out of this 
begins to look pretty attractive, right? Yes, it does because uh, you know you'll you'll eventually have declining interest rates uh, against the backdrop of improving earnings, and that will be a, a pretty good setup uh, for sure. And you know the last point too, which we can delve into in weeks to come, right? Is that is that um, you know when I look through our portfolio, uh, you know we can have these kind of headline discussions, which we've just had. But you know the, the the market full of stocks versus the stock market. You know there 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 is always things to do. There's always things that are discounting bad news. Um, you know there's all sorts of stocks out there, even though the indices are, you know plus or minus uh, you know five percent from their high. Uh, there's all sorts of stocks that are very good companies that have experienced a much bigger change and, uh, you know, could be very interesting as we move forward. And, you know, the last the last thing I just want to touch on, because, you know, we have talked about technical analysis in the past, uh, you know, about, you know, kind of it, it, it fits with the dollar cost averaging and, and it fits with, you know, the patience of kind of watching this take time. You know, the, the markets uh, broke out. Uh, you know, I remember we did a podcast on them kind of breaking out at, you know, 4,200, 4,300 of the S&P. And, you know, we said at the time, if it broke out, it almost always revisits the breakout at some point, which it kind of did last week. So, you know, there's there's just a, you know, it's a long game. It's a long game. And, uh, you know, commentary, unfortunately, not unlike ours, tries to, you know, kind of play it in very short-term increments. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and we're, we're pretty much focused on the longer term. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think I can honestly look back, Stu, we've been doing this for, for about three years now, this, um, the Tuesdays, uh, episodes, uh, on, on the podcast here. And I, I, I can't think of too many periods historically where you, you would have been better served focusing on the long term. This has been a, the, the, the kind of market where you wanted to, you know, all of the basic principles of investing, starting early, investing regularly, um, having the right diversification, uh, having a plan, focus on the long-term investing enough. You, you, you apply all those principles and you've done really well through this environment because it's presented opportunities for you to take advantage of it. Uh, and again, if we get to that point where you're in a, in, in a, in a much more positive setup, doing all those things, if you've done all those things over the three-year period that we've been talking about, you're you're really set up. You've really set yourself up, self up well, uh, for the for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah, no, hundred percent, Dave. Wow, you really are docile coming back from uh, from from vacation. That's just a, we need a Dave days. We need a <laughs> Dave Dave days. I think I I think most of our listeners would vote against that. We we we, we all know who the. Uh, who the smart guy is on uh, on on this podcast? So we'll uh, we'll, we'll continue with that. But Stu, uh, great uh, great to see you again. Glad you're glad you're doing well. I'm um, looking forward to uh, to being uh, to to continuing to get together through the fall because it's I think it's going to be a really interesting fall, and that's a really great reset for people around where we are and what we're looking at and uh, and and what you should be thinking about right now. So thanks for that, Stu. Great. Well, it's uh, it's great to see you, Dave, and uh, I'm glad you've had a good summer as well and I can't wait to get back at it in the fall. Excellent. Take care, everybody. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.